Okay. So welcome, everyone. Welcome, Julia. I am so excited to have you today's Women Empowerment Series. Uh, welcome, everyone, joining us today. Let us know where you're connecting from. The Women Empowerment Series is a series where we have incredible guests, female leaders from around the world. It's an honor to have you today. We have today with us Julia Hickman connecting from New Jersey. Welcome, Julia. So Hi, happy to have you. Hi, Dr. Hinn. I'm so happy to be here and chat with you. And what a great video of all those beautiful, smart yeah. women. Um, I recognize a, a lot of them. And yes. um, yeah, I'm excited to be here and chat with you today. Uh, I'm excited too. You know, this uh, the objective of this series is really to empower and to inspire other women and also men. A lot of men also watch us uh, to really show them what's possible and you know the shared experiences from women who have made it, creating a digital empire, creating enterprises, reaching high level responsibilities, but or just believing in themselves so that they carry it on no matter what. And so this is and and I know you recognize a lot of them so all the women have been incredible and i am so excited about having you today yes me too how is the weather out there is it snowing you know we have had a very mild winter this year really? almost no snow which is strange compared to last year the past few years when we've had a lot of snowstorms so this has been a very um strange winter and um today actually it's about to be in the high 50s which is really? very, oh. it's it's like spring basically it's spring <laughs> over yeah. here yeah i think this is happening all around the world we don't even know what our where our, what is happening what's going on yeah yeah it is it's <laughs> definitely concerning it is so tell me about you uh how how what did you get what got you started into building your digital business and how is it uh working now yeah so i started my online career um about seven years ago, actually, I was working working in corporate. I um, have a business degree and um, I majored in marketing. So I, I had some jobs in marketing. I worked. Um, um, I also worked in retail management. Okay. Um, and then my last job was for a publishing company where I did um, data management, data governance. Um, a lot of nerdy stuff, but I enjoyed my work. <laughs> However, I was pregnant with my first child and mm -hmm. I just, I had that feeling in me where I was like, I have this long commute and there was no flexibility. They, you know, it, it's a bit of a long story, but first they told me, yes, you can work from home a few days. And then they were like, no, actually we need you in the office five days. Mm -hmm. So my husband and I decided that I would quit my job and be a stay-at-home parent, at least for a little while. Yeah. And at the time, I was already doing some pers personal training on on the side just for fun. And so I was like, hmm, maybe, maybe now is the time for me to start my own, my own career. So right. I started um, as a personal trainer. And then that led me down the path of becoming an online fitness coach and lifestyle coach. Amazing. Yes. So change from business corporate into fitness. Exactly. Yeah. That's incredible. What, yeah. What, I just, I saw what, this need 
for mm-hmm. other moms, other busy moms with little kids who, um, right. one, they felt like they didn't have time for exercise or to take care of themselves. And two, some of them had the mentality that if they're not in the gym killing themselves for an hour or maybe even more every day, then it doesn't count, right? Like it, they're not doing enough. Which is not true, obviously, so, right? Exactly. So I taught them how, you know, they could squeeze self-care and fitness and a healthy lifestyle into the pockets of their busy lives, whether they were, um, you know, stay-at-home moms like me or busy career women or even entrepreneurs, they could still have time for themselves. And so Mm -hmm. I ran that business for a few years. And then I came to the point where I was like, okay, I can, I'm, you know, ready to take this to the next level. Amazing. And I was actually pregnant with my second kid at the time. And again, it was that moment of like, okay, here, here it is, you know, this, you know, here I am. And I just felt like I was doing so much for the business and not getting enough back. Mm -hmm. So I made the tough decision of putting the business on pause on hold. Mm -hmm. And I started a new business because I just, I was so excited about my newfound passion in podcasting. Um, Yeah. So I had been using podcasting for the fitness business as a guest and Mm -hmm. it had allowed me to make connections, get clients. And and it really aligned with my personality. I like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't mind being on video, but I Mm -hmm. so much more prefer the convenience of audio. (laughs) Right. When you have children around you, so you don't worry about the mess behind you. Everything is okay. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. You can just go into like, you know, you can go into your closet to record episodes if you need to. Um, You don't need to, you know, have your hair and makeup done nicely or anything like that. So there's definitely some, you know, for especially for for busy mom, there's a lot of convenience in, in podcasting. So that's a little bit of the story of how I got to now and what I'm doing now. And um, so you let do you still do your training and fitness business? Or you just put that aside and you're focusing on podcasting now? Yeah, so I put that on hold. Um, I just, I had to make the decision like, okay, do I want to run two businesses? Um, but then I'm like, no, I feel like then the businesses are going to run me <laughs> if mm. I do that. So mm. I decided to put it on hold. I actually still work with a couple of one-on-one clients in, in fitness, uh-huh. um, but it is not something that I'm out there promoting really. Um, so the focus really is all in the, in the podcasting, in the podcasting. business. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, what about, you know, like the fitness you work on few clients because you work, you, you work for yourself as well. So it helps you, right? So you could still put that embedded in your timeline and it feels good for you and feels good for others, which is something you probably continue, can continue on doing, isn't it? Fitness exactly. is free. Yeah. yeah. Do you do that on Zoom as well or do you do the training on Zoom as well for the fitness? No, uh, the, the clients I have are, in person, actually, okay. they're local in person. Yes, oh, that's really nice. Yes. So what advice would you give? You said that it's not about staying for one hour at the gym to actually feel fit. How, what does it take to feel good to feel yeah. like you're taking care of yourself as, a, as an entrepreneur, as a mother, as a, as a busy woman? Like, yeah. what does it take? Yes, that's a great question. And I think that it it's what holds us back. Mm-hmm. Even maybe not even in fitness, but also in business. Sometimes we think 
well, I need to be pouring in more time in order to get a better results, right? Like yes. we think we need to exercise more. We need to do more cardio, um, mm-hmm. to get a result. And we need to, um, I don't know, we need to be on more social media platforms and post more and reach out more to get the results. And sometimes it's not about doing more. It's just about doing it in a smarter way and in a way that feels good to you. Because the main thing that allows you to get a result, whether it's fitness or business, is doing something consistently, right? So if we are making ourselves do things that we don't like, if I'm, you know, if, um, you know, if I if I read uh, some study that said that in order to be in the best shape ever that I need to, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a crazy example, I need to go boxing every day, right? So I okay. need to do like okay. boxing every day. But what if I hate that? What if I hate it? I'm not yeah. going to do it, right? So then I'm not There's- going to be able to get in that in the shape that I want to be in, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um that's really the biggest takeaway I think that I can give anyone. It's about doing things smarter and finding what they enjoy doing. They enjoy, right. Yeah. yeah. And sticking with that. And what like I found, is- yeah, what mm-hmm. I found worked the most for women was a combination of doing, you know, making sure that there is some cardio, but that could just be walking for like, it doesn't mean that you have to run or be on a machine for an hour. It could be well, a walk and normal walk. walk. It has to be fast walk to be counted. Yeah. Because. You know, that really, um, that, that requires a little bit deeper, <laughs> deeper looking yeah. into, but I would say for the most part, um, as long as you are, you know, switching it up. So doing slow walks and then faster walks, mm, maybe incline, um, walking on an incline. Like, okay, I see. Yeah. It's like, okay. you know, keeping, keeping the muscles, adding there. surprise to the muscles. I want to um, greet uh, Toyosi coming, joining in from UK, Esma joining in from Tangier. It's good to have you. If you have any question hello. for Julius, let us know. We talk in fitness and we talk in podcasting. Two things. Yes. Really. Two things. Yeah. <laughs> But, the, but these two things, what they have in common is it's a digital, it's an entrepreneurship, and it's starting a business each time and actually making it work, right? I think that's what it is. It, like, um, it's uh, it's being able to have an idea, launch it, and make it happen and make it work, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, like, what would you summarize as, you know, from your both experiences? Because these are two different sectors, but what do they have in common, do you think? In your yeah, experience. So for me, what I found, um, the commonality that I found in either podcasting or just business overall. Um, so whatever I'm, I'm saying business, but I'm talking about like any growth strategy that somebody want, mm-hmm. wants to implement in a business. Right. And mm-hmm. fitness is that we can think that, um, you know, we need to make that goal, whatever it is. So whether it's like improving your fitness or growing your business, we think that that needs to be like the main thing in our lives. Yeah. And then everything else starts to crumble. Like our mm. relationships crumble because all of a sudden we don't have time for our relationships. Our kids, like we don't have enough time or enough energy for our kids or our spouses mm. or significant others. Right. So mm. my philosophy when I was running my online fitness business was that I helped women make fitness improve, but not consume their lives. I love so, that. 
I love that. Yeah. That's and very so the thing now in podcasting, what I say is I help entrepreneurs um, make their business improve, but not consume their lives. Yeah. I don't oh. want people to think that. I, I like that analogy. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's the same. It just, you it know, it just same. applies to it a little bit differently, but mm. it's still, that's still my goal is to help people help entrepreneurs, um, you know, feel like they're feel supported uh-huh. so that they can focus on the things that they're good at and that, right. so that they still have the extra um, brain space to do the other things that they love, like spending more time with their families or, you know, traveling or whatever it is that they want to dedicate their time to. Mm-hmm. And it also applies to, you know, not necessarily entrepreneurs, but even professional women mm-hmm. um, because, you know, if you're a professional woman and you're trying to move up in your career, you're still a personal brands, right? So it's, it's almost like you do have to look at your work as a business in a way. So it's important to keep that in mind too. Yeah. And being a mom uh, and, uh, you know, mom and an entrepreneur, because you didn't choose something easy. It's something that requires your continuous presence. When you launch a company, it's not like you're working for someone. You, you are you are a boss and you have to act as a boss and you ha- carry all those responsibilities. How do you manage to find that balance? Do you do you work less? Do you spread your hours what, what do you do? I mean, like, and I know a lot of women watching us, they all, you know, mothers, they have other issues to carry about. Maybe their parents, their, you know, things to, to be, they are responsible for other things. So how do you, how did you find that balance? Yes, yeah. it's, um, it definitely requires a team. <laughs> um, and by team, I mean, I do have a, a, a husband who helps out a lot. So my kids are seven years old. So my seven-year-old son, he is in school. So he's in school, you know, full time pretty much. And um, my goal is that every day I want to be done by the time he comes home from the bus. So I wait for his his bus and that's, you know, mommy's done working. What time would that be? It's about 3.30 Okay, uh, so like from eight to three. Right. Time, yes. though. I mean, that's like what five hours? It's about five hours. Yeah. And then, but I then I have my two and a half year old who goes to a part-time preschool. Okay. And she goes from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Okay, so, so again, during to- that time, I get, <laughs> you know, focus completely. Work time, focus work time. Then yeah. we come home, we have lunch together, and then I put her down for her nap. And that's when my work continues. So I do have a break. <laughs> of- Is that really, if we were to count that, that's going to be like, what, four hours, maybe three hours and a half? Say, yeah. So I would say about three and a half hours um, of uninterrupted good. work time. That's so it takes, you know, being, yeah, it takes being focused. And like I said, having a husband who who pitches in, you know, so even like if one of my kids is homesick, for example, and I have a call and if he happens to be working from home, then if you know, if his schedule allows, then he'll watch the kids while I'm doing the call. Um, and also it, it takes, I think there's one thing that sometimes we make ourselves wrong as entrepreneurs is we feel like, well, we can never work at night or we can never work on a weekend. And I've given myself the flexibility that if I, if I'm sick or if my kids are sick and I have to finish something at night, that's okay. Do I want to do that every night? No. <laughs> but if I have to do that sometimes, it's so it's just about giving yourself the permission 
to be flexible to do what you need to do in your business, as long as it makes sense for you, right? Well, I think you said it very well because um, it's not uh, it's your business and and it's whatever work you put in, you will see it. You will see it whether right away or maybe later on, it will pay. So that you need to put in the work. I don't think you know being an entrepreneur is is very it's an easy thing that comes with easier. It's not an easy ride at all, but you need to put in the work and once you have it and once you've set up the foundations, then it's going to build yourself up on something strong. And yeah. Yes, absolutely. It does take work. Anything takes work really. I mean it even does. Even organizing your house, taking care of your children, it's not even work. It's like just your full presence in it. And I think yeah. that's that's what uh, brings the balance in whatever we do. It's like when you truly give your presence, like you have those hours where you can focus, you know, and you focus. It's like me too. Means I know that my children, when they come, I have the little one who is now just turned six. She will just come and, and you know, show up. It's like, hi, <laughs> she got used <laughs> part of our lives. And, you know, so she comes and say hi. And it's okay. I mean, so we, we learn how to um, juggle all the different roles. And uh, and more you give the presence to every facet, whatever it is. It's your professional life. It's at home with your children, with your husband. Then you are able to learn how to juggle. And I think the tough part for every woman and every woman entrepreneur and mother and uh, wife and all that is to learn how to juggle these things. That's what's hard. But once you learn, then it just becomes easy. It's your way of being. It becomes your lifestyle. And Exactly. Yeah. Yes, I, I totally agree. It's it's a continuous journey, right? It's never done. <laughs> so it, it always requires work and improvement. And I think that's what makes anything mm-hmm. fun, right? Because if we're going to do something, like if you're going to take on a project, or if you're going to start a business, start a podcast. Mm. Typically, you know, you're probably wanting to start these things because you, you enjoyed you, you enjoy whatever it is behind it, right? You want to stand for something, you want to share your, your knowledge. Um, So if, if you don't want to show up for it, and it's almost like, Hmm, why do it? Right. So yeah. it's, we have to know that there's going to be work required to get, to get it going and to get it improving and to get it, to give us the result that we want. Uh, we have a question from the chat from Toyosi. So I'm going to pull her up. Thank you, Dr. Hin and Julia for this platform. Oh, sure. You're so welcome. My question is what made you go into entrepreneurship and how sure were you of that step you took back then? Okay, Julia. <laughs> oh, I love that question, Tiosi. Thank you for asking that. What made me start my my journey into entrepreneurship, I would say, you know, seven years ago was the desire to want to be home with my son at the time. Because mm-hmm. um, I had mentioned, I don't know if you caught this, but um, when I decided to quit that job, my husband and I said, okay, you know, stay home for a little bit. I can handle it, but you know, we'll see. Right. Like, so there was still that possibility that I would probably have to go back to, um, a nine to five job. But once I cut ties with my employer, 
I was like, I don't want to go back. I loved being home with my, with my son. So I wanted to find something that would allow me to, to keep that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And the obvious thing for me at the time was I was already doing personal training, you know, in person. So I was thinking to myself, how do I, you know, how do I scale this? How do I help more people? How do I reach more people and um, also create, you know, create this, this ripple effect, this movement where I can teach women that they can take care of themselves and it doesn't have to require hours and hours of their time. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was like the, the main driver behind my desire to, to start this journey of entrepreneurship. And from there, it's just evolved. Um, it's now my desire, not just to help, um, women, but more specifically, entrepreneurial women, mm-hmm. um, not even necessarily women, because I'm, I've have worked with them before, yes. but yeah, mm-hmm. primarily, you know, I feel like women, we tend to kind of attract each other. Um, yeah. but yeah, it's just to help them see that they can, for example, use podcasting as a way to reach new audiences. And yeah. if they want to start their own podcast, how it could be such a great tool to help them market themselves and to, you know, warm up their audiences and to be able to sell to them in a way that feels good because they're already giving them so much value each week. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my answer there. I, um, let me know if you have any other follow-up questions. I think this is beautiful. I mean, it says that, you know, you, the being an entrepreneur was more fit to the quality of life you wanted so that you can give the time to your children and be the mother you want to be. And, uh, you know, being an entrepreneur, I think we can add that to the question is when you take that step, you, anyone who's taken it and who kept it, and believed in it and did the work and hope, you know, was able to just keep on believing, even if they didn't see the result as they want them to have no regret of that choice, because usually they are much better off. Usually even the results are better because you, you know, you make the work, you make it happen and it just, it, you get better, um, appreciation from it in terms of uh, wealth creation, in terms of time balance, and in terms of, you know, managing your own schedule. And what's hard is to make that decision. That's what is always the tough part. But yes, yeah, absolutely. And I can say, you know, making the the decision to quit my job, Mm -hmm. it wasn't easy, even though I really wanted to be able to stay home. But it wasn't like, we made the decision in five minutes. We really thought about it because we didn't really, um, I had expected to be able to continue working, thinking that I, that I was going to work from home a little bit. Um, and that that would give me some extra, a little extra time with my baby, but we didn't really like prepare for it. You know, it's not like we were saving extra money. So it really was all of a sudden, like my income was gone. Right. So it was, it was scary, um, of course, but we also knew that the the benefits outweighed anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, I know that comes from a place of like, you know, I have the privilege that I have a husband who is able was able to support us on his own for a while. Um, and not everybody has that. So I know that, you know, it's it's not easy for somebody to say, OK, I'm going to quit my job and jump into starting a business. But I think like the the lesson here is that 
you could take for me is that you could start if you know that you want to quit your job one day and you want to start your own business, you can start saving now. Um, or you could even, you know, start that it's business on a part-time basis. So like do it how you can and how it makes sense for, for you and for your, your situation. Mm-hmm. She's very grateful. That is great. Thank you. That's oh, one thing you can see. I'm so happy. Yeah. And, uh, and I love that because, I mean, your story is, is inspiring to so many women um, because we get often faced with the decision of, you know, needing to go to work, leaving the children or staying with them. And being able to take that leap is, takes a lot of courage, but also a lot of love and caring. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I got to admit that first year, not having that income, um, you know, it was a little bit nerve wracking. You know, we had to be careful with spending and all of that. But then, you know, as my business started growing, then, you know, we started to relax a little bit more too. And, um, you know, it's as long as you're, you're, you're like working towards making progress, I think, it, it all ends up working out. And especially if you have like that burning desire in you to start something. Um, yeah, I, I don't think you can go wrong. I really don't yeah. think so. And like, you know, like me, I decide I started one business and then now I'm running a different one. Will I reopen my first business again you online? Do. I don't know. You don't know <laughs> yeah. what's going to come around. But, you know, I'm, I'm here and I'm still just doing doing me. <laughs> You know, I I love what you said, and I think this is a good way to wrap up uh, this beautiful conversation is we are all in a context and a journey of growth and evolution over a lifetime. It's not growth and evolution over, okay, six months, I'm going to make it work and year. No, take it as a lifetime. And when you look at things like that, it's just you, you embark in anything you embark on with a relaxed mindset, with a true belief that whatever you do, you are growing, whatever you learn, you are going forward whatever uh you know mistakes uh, success appreciation celebration it's your own evolution and the evolution of what you do and once you take it this way the journey can be delightful and fun and you get to do all of what you want really your beautiful life beautiful children beautiful family and a beautiful business and that's really nice exactly i love that Congratulations, Julia, for the amazing thing you are doing and for the work and for being such a beautiful mom. I think it's just so nice to be able to see that, you know, you can be an entrepreneur, a businesswoman, and do that in a time where, you know, you give space for everyone else. So we have a lot of people saying a lot of good things. That's nice. Amazing. Everybody. Everybody, great session. So thank you all for being with us. I have, it's beautiful and having a beautiful guest, Julia Hickman. So nice to have you. Thank you for coming. It's an honor to have you. Do you want to say one last uh, word before we wrap up? Yeah, sure. Um, I don't, I don't know if I, it's okay to share where to connect, but if anybody wants to connect further with me, you can, um, um, you can find me on Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn. I do have a podcast. So if you would like to learn more about um, either podcasting or I also share a lot of lifestyle um, tips and just how I do things in a smarter but not harder way, the um, the name of my podcast is the Elevated Fems Movement. So if you can later drop the link 
on the Facebook and also on the uh, LinkedIn thread, that will be amazing. So because uh, this uh, this series I usually watch on replays as well, and it would be nice to be able to connect with you, Julia. That's Great. wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Hind. Thank you all for being with us. Bye-bye. <laughs>